This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So how can you start playing amazing jazz solos using jazz chords to your full advantage? Well, today I'm going to show you three levels to do exactly that. Coming up. What's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve. No matter what instrument you play, welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. On this show, we do episodes on jazz theory, on jazz practicing, and even jazz improv tutorials like in today's show. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss out on anything going on here. If you want to play incredible jazz solos, you got to stop thinking about playing scales over jazz standards and instead start thinking about playing chord tones. Scales don't really do a great job of outlining the chords in your improv, and I guarantee you that when you're listening to your favorite jazz musicians, that's what's making them stand out, is the fact that they're able to play melodic, beautiful lines all while outlining the chord changes. So I'm going to go back to the basics with you and go through these three levels that build on each other so that we can start figuring out how exactly do we start using jazz chords and chord tones in order to create amazing jazz solos. So let's do this. But do stick around to the very end where I'm going to share with you an important bonus level that will help bring all this full circle and tie it all together. Level one is we need to start identifying the chord tones of the jazz standard that we are working on. So what we're going to do is develop what I like to call a chord tone map. Now a chord tone map is simply mapping out the chord tones, but tying them together using something we call voice leading so that they connect together seamlessly. So we're going to use a jazz standard that we studied in my inner circle membership recently called Yardbird Suite by Charlie Parker. So let's look at just the first four bars of this chord tone map. Now, of course, this requires that you know how to spell out basic seventh chords and dominant sevenths and minor sevenths and major sevenths. So keep that in mind as well. So let's take a look at the very first chord. It's a C6 followed by an F minor seven, B flat seven, C major seven, B flat seven, and then an A7 that eventually turns around to a D7. So... Let's figure out over those first four bars, the chord tones. We have a C, that's the root, an E, which is the third, a G, which is the fifth, and then the A natural is the sixth, since this is a sixth chord instead of a seventh. So now we're gonna connect it to the nearest chord tone of the F minor, which is the A flat. Now the A flat is the flat three. We're gonna go A flat to the root, to the seventh, which is E flat, to C, which is the fifth, right? Because we're trying to connect these together using voice leading. So the A natural goes seamlessly stepwise to the A flat. We don't want to just be able to play chord tones starting from the root on up because then we're not really training ourselves to do what we naturally do in improvisation, which is connect lines and notes and melodies together. So... on the B flat, that's the root, to the D, which is the third, F natural, which is the fifth, to the A flat, which is the seventh. So we have... Now 
we're gonna go back to the C major seven and start on the root there. So not necessarily proper voice leading, but it's gonna help us connect the rest of the line pretty seamlessly. So we're gonna go C to E, that's the third. G is the fifth. B natural is the seventh. And then we're gonna connect that down to B flat on the B flat chord, that's the root. Okay, ending on the third, that's the G. And then finally, to the A7, we're gonna go down a half step to C sharp, which is the third. So third, fifth, seventh, root. So in totality, it sounds like this. This is a chord tone map, very basic. If you are a guitar player, it could be a good idea to take this up an octave so that you're not just getting used to playing the chord tones in one spot. Saxophone players and horn players and any instrument, that's also a good idea to do. And of course, this is just the first four bars. You would want to continue doing this throughout the rest of the tune. And now that we got the basic framework together for mapping out this jazz standard, let's go to level number two, which is guide tones. Now, the guide tones are simply taking the existing chord tones that we have and narrowing it down even further to the ones that we most often want to resolve to in our lines, and those are the thirds and sevenths of each chord. So you'll often hear that the difference between one quality of chord to the next is either the third or the seventh. This is really what's spelling out the chord and making it sound different. So it's a good idea always for us to be aware of where these guide tones are so that we can resolve to them in our lines. And that's where our guide tone map comes in. This is of course just an exercise, but by basically identifying where they are, we can then start to think about how to resolve to them creatively. So let's go through this guide tone map of the first four bars of Yardbird Suite. Now, first over the C6, the guide tones are gonna be the third and the sixth, since of course there is no seventh. So it's going to be E to A is our two guide tones for C6. E, A, the third and the sixth. And then we're gonna resolve down to the a flat, which is of course the third of F minor. So third to the seventh. And then the third and the seventh of B flat is D and A flat. So we have this. Okay, then we're gonna go to the E to B natural. That's the seventh of C major seven. And then down to A flat, which is the seventh of B flat to the D which is the third, and then C sharp is the third, and G is the seventh of A. So now the guide tones, voice led just like this, sound like this. obviously this isn't very musical but again keep in mind that we're simply taking the chord tones breaking them down to the tones that we want to resolve to most often and by mapping this out we're setting ourselves up for success in the long run. Now this brings us to level number three, which is approach tones. Now this really marries the chord tones and the guide tones together, as well as notes that you may be familiar with in the scales of each one of these chords. The idea of the approach tone map, which is what we're gonna go over right now, is to start taking those guide tones and chord tones and figuring out different ways that we can 
resolve to them. Again, it's important to keep in mind that this is still an exercise and this isn't 100% musical in and of itself, but we're taking these baby steps to being able to start outlining the chord changes in a melodic fashion. So let's take a listen to what this approach tone map for the first four bars of Yardbird Suite sound like. So let's go over that. You see the arrows on the notes represent the notes that we are targeting. That's why we have approach notes that are targeting target notes. The first note is C, which of course is the root. And we're going to target the next note, which is the third, that's E natural of the C. So we're gonna go C, D, F, E. So we're encircling, or we call enclosing that third. Okay, so the D natural and the F are approach notes that are landing on chord tones or guide tones, all right? So now the E natural and the G are enclosing that F natural that we're landing on here, which is the root of F minor seven. So that's our target note. Now we're trying to target the A flat that is the seventh of B flat seven. So we're gonna do that by going G, B flat, G, A flat, which is, again, the seventh of B flat. So we have. And now we're gonna target the third of the C major seven by going F, D, is the third of C major seven. So you see we're using approach tones from other chord tones in the chord or even scale tones to arrive at important notes like the third of the C major seven. Now, if we continue going throughout this entire process, the entire approach tone map, that's all we're really doing is we're trying to figure out different melodic ways that we can approach different target tones, which are the chord tones and the guide tones. So this is a really excellent exercise for you to try to start creating melodies from scratch. Now for that bonus level that really brings everything together that I would highly recommend you include into your practice session when trying to do this is then after you're done doing those three mapping exercises, go and learn an etude or a solo over top of those exact chord changes. So for example, in our inner circle membership, we studied an etude called Bebop and Birdies, which was a solo composed over top of these changes. So it sounds like this. And now what I would do is after I learned the line, I would go through and I would try to identify where are the thirds? What chord tones are we hitting? What notes outside of the chords are we hitting as well? So it's a good idea to first learn an etude or a solo like this, but then after that, go and compose your own using the guide tones, using the chord tones, using the approach tones, and using the information that you learned within that etude to create something of your own, therefore solidifying the knowledge you have of using jazz chords to start creating amazing jazz solos. And by the way, we do this exact process in our jazz standards club within our inner circle membership where we learn a new jazz standard every single month. So having these resources available to you in practice plans, as well as a community of other musicians to do this stuff along with is incredibly motivational. So do check it out at LJS Inner Circle. 
Com. Sign up there and we'd love to have you join us as a member. That's all for today's quick win episode. Thanks for listening. Do appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.